pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Monday on r in the Morning, Todd Archer of ESPN joins us to break down Eagles and Cowboys. Also a little bit of NFL gumbo and how did the Spurs fare against the Canadians? And at 9 a.m., Coach Jeff Trailer joins us. Now back to the Blitz. Jason, are you lonely up in that booth at Fair Stadium? I know you're missing Joe. I'll be headed that way soon, man. Sit down. Just, just show up with a Frito pie, Rudy J. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Ryan Angle has the day off as he celebrates a birthday. I'm Jason Maddox at Ferris. Brandeis Reagan, our high school game of the week tonight, the regular season finale. It's hard to believe that we're this deep in the football season, but it is November. November football. Aggies. Ole Miss tomorrow morning here on 94.1. Let's talk about it with the voice of the Aggies, Andrew Monaco, joining us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. I would imagine that you're, you're in one of the, in Oxford, one of the better college pregame atmospheres. But an 11 a.m. kick, do they start tailgating about 5.30 tonight when they get off work? Remember, you're talking about the Grove here. Yes. The answer to that is yes. They don't need an excuse to get together and gather. They're going to they're gonna be ready. I'm sure they would rather have a night game, Jason, but you know what? Any excuse for Rebels to get together, <laughs> they'll find it and enjoy themselves for sure. Well, and, and, the, and, and of course, it, and I just I kind of feel like, man, the Aggies, how many was this, three or four straight 11 a.m. kickoffs? Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. And then 630 next week. And, you know, it's all it's all down to uh, the networks decide and ESPN picked this up. So they wanted this game early. They have one of the early choices this week. It just happens to be in the 11 o'clock window. Uh, look, the 230 window has not been kind to Texas A&M. <laughs> the three times they played, they, they didn't win. So we're not minding 11. And I'm not so sure it's not a bad thing to play early here at Ole Miss. Jason, we played at nighttime, and, and Vaught-Hemingway is a different place at night, that's for sure. Well, absolutely. And you look at um, any time you're going against the Lane Kiffin team, you know there's going to be some snark. Um, what was the reaction there uh, around College Station about the uh, best 5-3 and three team in the country? None. None. We, we don't care. We don't, there's a jealousy there. You know what I mean? And the thing that gets me is like uh, talking with them about, wow, all these top 10 recruiting, this and that. It's like, yeah, you're about to face that on defense. I think we always focus on recruiting on the offensive side. You're forgetting McKinley Jackson's part of that. Shamar Turner's part of that. Edgerin Cooper is one of the best linebackers is part of that. You know, a lot of the snark comes from Lane. If you remember when Jimbo and, and Nick got their hands slapped by the SEC, Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach started that earlier in the offseason. But nothing happened to them. To me, it's, you know, you keep looking over, you know, here from Oxford to College Station. It's like, I don't know if it's part envy. I don't know if it's jealousy. 
he's got something really good here, but he had something really good at USC and let that go. And he had something really good with the Raiders and got fired there and had something really good in other places. Hey, he's got a, he's got a dynamite team. Um, there's a reason why they're number 10 in the coaches poll. The offense is dynamic. Defense is better than ever. I think he should just worry about himself and not worry about the other schools, and he'll be just fine. Well said, but, you know, that's just not Lane Kiffin's nature as we visit with no. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies. You look at this game coming in, and, yeah, I, I know Texas A&M is 5-3, and three, and, and, you know, Ole Miss only has that one loss. And, man, I, I saw Ole Miss play. I watched a bit of their game a couple weeks ago, and I was impressed with what they were doing on the defensive side. And and that's not something I normally would think about when it comes to a Lane Kiffin coach team. No, no, and that and that's the key, right? You gotta win the line of scrimmage and, and Ole Miss has been winning that line of scrimmage, Jason. Thirty sacks, which is second to only Texas A and M. They passed Tennessee when it comes to the number of sacks. And their tackles for loss, the negative plays. I, I you know, I didn't understand that until a couple of years ago, realizing it, when you can be successful on first and second down, uh, if you're third and short as opposed to third and long, Ole Miss is going to get you at third and long, and their defensive line and the linebackers are good. You add that with that pressure, Jason. There's a reason why they have nine interceptions. That that front helps that back end, and they're a plus seven when it comes to turnover margin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that yeah, it's fantastic. It's I, I want to say top 15 in the nation when you're a plus seven in turnover margin. So, yeah, to me it's always been, have they been one-dimensional in the past, more one-dimensional in the the offense. But I think their defense has been really outstanding of late. And you know what, they've had some guys stay. It's not all the transfer portal for them. They've had some guys stay, especially at, at linebacker, and they rotate and they have some depth. And I think that's what makes Ole Miss even more dangerous. When you look at and, and you think about all the takeaways, I didn't realize their number was that good. And, you know, I hate to say it this way, but they'll probably get a takeaway or two tomorrow against Texas A&M. It's a matter of when and where on the field, and ultimately does that turn into points for Ole Miss. But A&M's offense isn't clicking on all cylinders the way I think most would think that it would. Where's the the the, the miss right now in that Aggie offensive engine? They have to protect Max Johnson. He's got to get the ball out quicker, and you got to get it to the playmakers. I, I, I say that it's all it's all in concert. But this is a, an Aggie team that I know with Bobby Petrino likes to take shots. Here's a good thing: you have all three of your top receivers playing for what will be the third week of the season. They've been without Noah Thomas. At times, they've been without Evan Stewart. You saw what happens when you put the ball in the hands of Anias Smith. You can see what happens with Jake Johnson and, and Max Wright as tight ends. The nice, you know, it's always nice to be able to hit those tight ends for, for a first down to continue a drive. But can you get the running game going? And I'm not saying it has to be the same number of runs and, and passes, but you have to start that running game, and that allows you to play action fake. That allows you to protect your quarterback and take those shots downfield. It's what Ole Miss will do with their receivers. Can you do that now on your side? But it begins with that offensive line doing both protecting and opening holes for whomever the running back's going to be, whether it's Amari Daniels or Le'Veon Moss or or Reuben Owens. I I think this game gets decided on the lines of scrimmage in this one. Again, we're going to look at the playmakers, and there are a ton. 
But if the Aggie, Shamar Turner was saying, we have to get in the lap of Jackson Dart, easier said than done, but it's what they did to Spencer Rattler. It's what they've did, done with a number of quarterbacks this year, but that defensive line is going to have to do it again Saturday. Again, easier said than done, but it's really going to be who's going to be more physical up front. And, and it, I'm going to get back in a, not quite everything we talked about a week ago, Andrew, but physical up front. I like the way A&M finished last week, but they haven't finished in the fourth quarter in, in, in a couple of games this year, and you just wonder, can they maintain that physical play like they do in the first quarter all the way into the fourth quarter? Because I think they're going to need that to get a road win, a tough place to go get a win. Yeah, I agree with you, Jason. I, I feel, you know, you talked about it. I, they haven't played a complete game, and no one's going to kid themselves to think that they have. And the one thing they haven't done, even in the victories, is I don't think they put teams away. Like Jimbo always talks about, you need to take away the other team's hope. Put that game away. Make it a, when, when it's a one-score game, make it a two-score game. Then make it a three-score game and make it a four-score game. And, and for teams like Ole Miss, if you don't put them away and give them hope, they have the weapons – to turn everything around. I think momentum is going to be another one. And, and I, I like, you know, talking with you about the turnover margin. That's all momentum. Fourth down stops are momentum. Um, you know, a, a pick six is momentum. And you're absolutely right about when and where it happens on the field. If, if you give up a pick and it's at the end of the half, you know, trying to get something, I get it. When it's a pick and now you're in plus territory and you're giving the other team – uh, you know, 40 yards before they're going to score. No, that, that's where the momentum changes. And I think it's harder when you're a road team to seize that momentum back. So that, that's going to be part of the growing up for this team. That, that's going to be part, if it, if it does become part of the identity, it's going to have to start tomorrow afternoon against Ole Miss, playing that complete game, playing into the fourth quarter, making those stops, getting that late touchdown and putting a game away. Again, I'm with you easier said than done but it would be one more step in the development of this team andrew monaco the voice of the aggies joining us here on the blitz on 94.1 at san antonio sports star you talk about all the the momentum plays and what a takeaway can do for you one thing that i think is very underrated with this a&m team is what they're able to do on special teams their return game is incredible you get a good return you get better field position you create momentum off of that and i think with a a road game and a, a game that you know you look at the predictions and all the different websites you know while a lot are picking Ole Miss to win uh nobody's picking Ole Miss in a blowout it looks like it's going to be one of those close games Games, it might come down to a special teams play. Yeah, and that's where the Aggies are so fortunate to have Anias Smith back as your as your punt returner, and it, it helped decide the Arkansas game uh, up in Arlington. Um, a punt return helped decide the Tennessee game. It wasn't to the Aggies' favor. It, it, it the, the kickoff return at Miami. I'm with you, and and Jason, that's where the when you hear coaches talk about hidden yards, those are the hidden yards. Are you starting? You know this, when you look at average uh, yard line starting a drive, that's huge. Are you inside the 25, or are you more towards the 38, the 40? Are you on the plus side? Think about the game against South Carolina last Saturday. The Aggies get three intentional groundings. On one of them, they lose the down, it becomes fourth down, and then they get the ball at the 42-yard line because of Anias's return. And then one play, 42 yards later, Anias is in the end zone. I'm with you. And look – because of Ole Miss's wide receivers and you want to put the ball in the hands of playmakers, 
Jordan Watkins is one of those guys for Ole Miss. He's got a 70-yard return on a punt. He's averaging almost 15 yards per punt. But it's a nice, that 20-yard average. And then you make the other team think, are we even going to kick to him? But when you have to think about that going into the week and into your preparation, that means you've got a threat back there, and Anias has always been that threat. Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies here on The Blitz, 94-1 San Antonio sports star. Uh, the good stuff, man. Good friend of mine, uh, John Robbins, stats guy. I think you know John. Uh, he, he's yep. down in the Grove. He wants to, you know, he goes to one road. Uh, yeah, he's there. Um, it, it, well, oh. it, it, and again, I, I, I'm not sure if he's done the Grove yet or not, but for, for Aggies that are tuning in and listening, uh, it, on their way to or already there. What's the recommended, a recommendation of Andrew Monaco on where to spend a little bit of time tonight and certainly tomorrow morning it's all tailgate time? Oh, I think, I think you absolutely have to go to the square in Oxford. It, I, and, and it's literally a square with the red. Now, it's going to be hard to get into Boule, and it's going to be hard to get into Acme and, and the grocery, but I just think it's a great gathering place. Uh, for tonight, if you're fortunate enough to get here, it's a, it's a great lunch place. I think it's just one of those awesome spots in in the city of Oxford where you go. Like we're actually more fortunate in basketball and in baseball, Jason, because we get to you get to spend a little more time. Like we're in Tupelo right now, and you know when you travel with football, you're not always in that town. Um, but when you're there in Oxford, we, when we go with basketball, and especially when you have a weekend series against Ole Miss, and you have some more time to to see that downtown area. I just love that square. I really do. I think there's some great old shops, um, but there are some really good places. To eat. If you go hungry in Oxford, it's your own fault. Well, absolutely, and, and, and some good spots there. So you guys stay in Tupelo? How far is Tupelo? It's uh, not even a half hour. Oh. You know, it's interesting. It's Montgomery, it's Montgomery for Auburn. It's Birmingham when we go play Alabama. It's. Uh, I'm trying to think. We stayed outside of Athens. When we played Georgia, it's rare. It's rare, Jason, because you just don't. In a lot of the SEC towns, you don't have enough hotel space, and usually, the home school is taking up that best hotel there. It's interesting. College Station, the Aggies stay at the Stella, which is just outside, but you've got the other hotels where you can actually stay in College Station. Teams used to stay in Lake Conroe, just outside of Houston, and have to come in, but. Now with the more hotel space in, in College Station, they're able to stay there. But it's one of the few it's one of the few cities in the, the SEC birth- where you get a chance to do that. Yeah, well, and, and even then, there's still not enough hotels. At least as a, a fan with a ticket trying to find a place to stay, that in, in Airbnb, the birthplace of Elvis, man. I, I didn't realize you guys that's where you were calling yes, it from. Is. Yes, yeah. it is. And 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 it's 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 homecoming for Tupelo High School, the Golden Wave. Now we thought the nickname was going to be the Tupelo Honeys, but we were wrong. Or at least the flying Elvises. We are well, wrong, but there's actually thought we may go see a high school homecoming game. We're not sure. I, I think the goal. Uh, what a what, what a strange nickname when they could be the Elvi or the Elvises or you know. But the I do Elvi. think you need to go get a uh, a peanut butter and banana sandwich if you're in Tupelo, right? <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwich, baby. Oh, you better believe it. I mean, it's Elvis all over the place. It's really, it's really kind of cool. Yeah. You know, it's funny working with Charles Davis when we broke into TV together. We were still in Orlando and we would do UCF games. And anytime we went on the road, that was the first question Charles always asked me. Do you want to go watch a high school football game on Friday night? And the answer was always yes, no matter where we were, Ohio, Louisiana, whether we were doing a game in Mississippi. 
it's part of Americana, man. Like, you're in a great place. Ferris Stadium. Are you kidding me? Uh, High school football? There's just, man, uh, there's just something so American about it, and it's just a fabric where you are of San Antonio. I think it's something special. Well, and, and you're right. And and somebody listening to you going, dude, you're on the road, and 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 you you know, it's what we do, and we love it. It's a passion, you know. Um, uh, you know, granted, you know, depending on what the weather's like, I don't know if I could sit in the stands anymore on a cold, rainy <laughs> night when I'm, you know, used to being up in the press box with air conditioner and a bathroom eight feet away. But I, I am spoiled in that way. But yeah, go check out the high school football game tonight. Get a Frito pie in Mississippi and compare it. And compare it. You know what I mean? Or what are they serving that I haven't seen? And, and you know, you and I are very much like this, right? When you're in another town, what do they serve that I can't get (laughs) anywhere else? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I just love, I just love that part of it. Now, it's, it's just so much fun. That's for sure. Well, enjoy the night in Tupelo. Have a good call tomorrow. Aggies and Ole Miss, Andrew Monaco. Always appreciate it, my friend. Have a great call yourself, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Andrew Monaco on the Buyers Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond. Aggies Ole Miss, they get going at 10 a.m. tomorrow with the pregame show. Kickoff at 11 here on 94.1. San Antonio Sports Star, presented by Ewall Kubota, Just Pots, ABC Home and Commercial Services, and, of course, the Angry Elephant there at 281 in Redland Road. The Angry Elephant last week at the South Carolina game, honored as an Aggie 100 business, which is a huge honor, uh, honoring the fastest 100 growing Aggie-owned or Aggie-led businesses in the world. Congratulations to our friends over there at the Angry Elephant, the Rue Pub, Chip Ingram and his entire staff. Really, really good stuff. They they do it right, and these guys got the new poker house, the big blind, that will be opening in probably about a month. Good stuff. As we continue here on the Blitz, let's get into some more college football. There's a lot of really good games coming up. That's next here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star.